Welcome back to that handicapping show. I'm Claire Novak, joined by the maiden appearance of Jeremy Balin, our West Coast uh, man about town. What are you out on the West Coast? I'm a West Coast reporter. That West Coast reporter. I knew he was something out there in California. Anyway, we are here at beautiful Belmont Park to talk about the $1.5 million Belmont Stakes presented by DraftKings, grade one mile and a half. For the three-year-olds, and if you've been living under a rock somewhere, you might not know that American Pharaoh is going for the Triple Crown in this spot. And last year we were here with California Chrome. He ran fourth. It has been a really long time since there was a Triple Crown. I was not born. 1978, the last Triple Crown with affirmed. Can American Pharaoh do it? That is the question of the week. Jeremy, what do you think? He can do it. Uh, it's just a matter of whether he's ready and, uh, and fit. And we're not going to be able to tell that until he gets out on the track. Um, he's going to be the one to catch, I think, heading into the stretch. Just a matter of who goes out with them, how the race plays out, and all that racing luck that goes into it. Bob Baffert has been here three different times before with really good shots at winning the Triple Crown, only to have some really tough beats. And all week long he's been talking about how hard it is to, uh, to come here with a horse that is doing so well and then just see things go crazy in this race. Uh, it is known here for many years that you know, horses come in here looking like they're going to win, and American Pharaoh has been looking like that. He's training great, not a step, not a hair out of place, as they say. Nothing has gone wrong, no cause for concern. But there are seven other horses in this race, and we're going to talk about some of them and who we think could upset, if anybody. And all week long, this man has been touting one horse, and that would be... <laughs> that would be Frosted. Uh, ever since the Derby, uh, when... Uh... When Firing Line and, and, and American Pharaoh and Dortmund were ahead of everybody else, there was one horse making up ground, and that was Frosted. You'd figure the extra mile and a half is going to suit him uh, and the extra rest that he has over Pharaoh. It's just a matter of whether the pace is going to allow him to really make a nice closing drive. Um, but he, he's the horse that, if you're going to pick an upset, I think that's where, where you need to go. Um, whether you want to root against the, the Triple Crown or not, that's a whole other story. But uh, in exotics underneath, and uh, if, you, if you want to play Pharaoh, I think he's the one to go underneath with an exacta and in, a, in trifectas as well. All right, so Frosted is by Tappet, and he had a little bit of a rough three-year-old season early on, but they figured him out. He won the Wood Memorial before coming in and running fourth in, in the Derby, and uh, he gets Joel Rosario, who won last year on Totalist. And uh, there's an interesting, with all the rider switches, with uh, Taylor Verve getting Gary Stevens now instead of Rosario, mm -hmm. that's an important thing, and maybe Gary Stevens can figure out a little bit more with Taylor Verve. I, I like that horse underneath as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think people are giving him enough credit for his Preakness performance, but uh, that, would be my, that would be my trifecta, at least, is the boxed with American Pharaoh, Taylor Verve, and Frosted. And Taylor Verve was the runner-up in the Preakness and that maiden winner who didn't get a chance to run in the Derby, so he ran in the Preakness and ran very well. Dallas Stewart, known for doing those kinds of things. Now, I'm going to take a look from the barn of Todd Pletcher at a horse that I have liked in the past, and I am very interested to see what he will do here. I'm not sure he can beat American Pharaoh, but he has run behind him a couple of times, so maybe he's somebody you would want to throw in there. Uh, made from Lucky, who's a horse who came back here and won the Peter Pan instead of running in the Derby. They decided to bypass that race with him. He won the, uh, the Peter Pan very nicely against, you know, okay company, not these types. But um, 
he was second in the rebel behind American Pharaoh. He was the only horse there who, who got close enough to him. And then he was fourth in the Arkansas Derby. And what Jeremy and I were talking about before the show is that this is a horse who has been on the improve. Mm -hmm. His speed figures keep going up. He had a nice work the other day. And uh, share your thing about the, the time of the race for these professional handicappers <laughs> out here who, who notice numbers. In, uh, in the Peter Pan, he actually run, ran a fifth faster at a mile and an eighth than American Pharaoh ran in the Arkansas Derby. Now, granted, he was he was one of the horses behind American Pharaoh in that race, so mm -hmm. you know that's something to factor in as well. But uh, if you're looking at a specific time standpoint and not all the surfaces and stuff, he might be capable. Whether he can get the mile and a half going from a mile and an eighth, he's never run anything close to a mile and a quarter even. Right. So th th there's a lot of question marks on every one of these challengers, mm -hmm. and uh, that's kind of it. The thing that I love about uh, Made From Lucky too, if you're talking about a horse to upset, uh, Made From Lucky by looking at Lucky, mm -hmm. who was trained by Baffert, who won the Preakness in 2010. So if you're talking about, wow, wouldn't that be a terrible upset <laughs> to have a horse come in here and win that, uh, that Baffert had trained his sire. So you're going with the horses you mentioned. I'm going to go with American Pharaoh. I do think that, like you said, Frosted is one of the best of this bunch, but I'm going to say Made from Lucky and then Frosted. Uh, Tale of Verve, to me, I, I think uh, I, I'm expecting him to bounce here. Mm -hmm. A couple of horses that I haven't liked training here moved to Hege. I wasn't too thrilled with the way he looked. Key Nice was out on the track for the first time. You can catch our news update from today for more B-roll of those horses and see how they've been getting over the track and just see what your thoughts are uh, leading into the Belmont Stakes. But for us, we'll be here all weekend long. It's a counting down to the Triple Crown. We'll have complete coverage for you at bloodhorse.com. We always want to say thank you to Equibase for the PPs and thank you for watching that handicapping show.